This is the Business Owner Challenge with Brady Marlowe of Execso. As a business owner, you have unique financial challenges, especially when it comes to transitioning your company either internally or externally. In this podcast, we address income planning for complex situations, leadership and ownership transitions, succession planning, exit strategies, generational wealth, and more. And now with a combined three decades of experience as both business owners and financial planners, here are your hosts, certified exit planner Brady Marlowe and credited estate planner Rob Wellendorf to help you navigate those challenging financial and emotional decisions. Hello and welcome and congratulations if you're listening to this. I assume you are seeking to become your best self and seeking to use that new improvement to elevate others, uh, influence others uh, into being their best selves as well. So congratulations uh, even for taking a few minutes out to listen today and I will take that challenge on to give you some things to think about. And today uh, I'm in solo. Rob will be covering these next two topics with me. I am your host, Brady Marlowe, to our second edition of the Business Owner Challenge. Today we'll focus on, do I sell my business internally or externally? So if you already know this route, we definitely will have more detailed strategic conversations uh, around what you should do. Um, or what questions, maybe more importantly, what questions you should be asking. This is a foundational exercise, and I would challenge all of you to do these strategic exercises. Um, And we're going to look at how important is your business legacy to you? What do you want for your own life? How important is your family legacy And how feasible is either an internal or external transition or sale? And when I say these exercises are strategic, often we will start with, um, gosh, I need to say, I need to have the most efficient tax transition. That would almost be like determining what your career is going to be based on taxation hey, I hear doctors can run their own practice and really sock money away in a tax-advantaged way. And I hear a CFO position at Union Pacific is a W-2 wage, uh, so you're going to be taxed more heavily. I should be a doctor instead of a CFO. Now, we all know that makes no sense. And, of course, if you wanted to be a doctor, as I've received this advice, I think, originally from my father, and we've all received advice uh, similar to this, I think, over the years is figure out what you want to do, love to do, what resonates with you, and then figure out the money component after that. So if you wanted to be a doctor, you could look at two different avenues. Would I run my own practice or would I be a W-2H for, uh, say, a hospital? Similarly, uh, if you wanted to go down a finance route, uh, you can run a CFO outsourcing company and run your own business as a CFO for multiple companies, or you could be a CFO for, uh, as a W-2 employee. So slow down when you are deciding how you might want to transition your business uh, as far as some of the tactics at the end uh, versus what you really want. 
So first of all, how important is your business legacy to you? And what I mean by that is how concerned are you with the culture that you've built, uh, how those employees will continue on that culture. If you are interested in their leadership and development, maybe you've created a, uh, a unique and powerful way to service uh, folks, uh, your customers, and you want to see that continue and have that torch be carried by your generation two leadership. How important are your customers to you? Uh, I had a situation where uh, my mother actually told me that two mother and father stories this week. Uh, mother went to her dentist and the same dentist that I had as a kid 30 years ago, uh, still her same dentist uh, until Tuesday. They, she sold the practice. Um, so a young guy was going to be her new dentist. Uh, the doctor did a flyby while uh, she had a, scraping object probably in her mouth and said, Hey, Joyce, it was great having you and you'll be fine with Jimmy here. And thanks again for your business. And was out. Um, it was a really poor, uh, handoff there. Uh, it made my mother feel like a commodity. And, uh, <laughs> I had to tell her that maybe in their eyes she was, but that is something to think about. How important are your customers and employees to you? And maybe they're um, not, maybe they fall further down on that list of what's important. Next, what do you want to do with your life? I think we get caught up in the number we're looking for, for our business. Um, maybe the legacy around it, but we aren't as concerned about what we're going to do next. So you might look at designing your life for the next 10 years. Most business owners I work with probably have enough to um, retire, as we'll say, or at least evolve their income planning to meet their needs. Um, I like to use that as opposed to retirement. We're really just changing how you receive income to allow you to do the things that you want to do. So start mapping that out and work with a professional uh, to determine what you'll need. You probably don't need all that money up front, so you can be creative uh, with the amount of wealth that you need from your business and how you're going to continue to create wealth beyond owning your business. Also, family legacy. How important is it to you uh, to leave money to your family or maybe more importantly, to leave values to your family um, some people will look at this and say, gosh, I want top dollar for my business. And then in the same conversations, I've had a business owner tell me that they don't want to leave anything for their kids. So why are we working an extra three to four or five years to get top dollar for our business or perhaps selling to, uh, a suboptimal buyer that doesn't check these other boxes of filling uh, legacy for your clients and employees. So really look at what you want for your family. Most people I work with, it isn't money. Uh, when I say, what, what do you want to leave your kids? It isn't more money. Um, we had a local philanthropist speak to a group uh, 
this week and he talked about, uh, you know, he had more money, you know, tens of millions and three daughters in their thirties now. Uh, and it was remarkable, uh, how early he started with the education, uh, around finances to them, uh, even realizing, uh, his self that bringing his advisors, uh, a bunch of old guys <laughs> that, that looked and smelled like him, uh, into those meetings really glazed over, um, looks from, from his daughters. So he started bringing younger people, uh, in as advisors to the family, uh, so that they would feel more included in those conversations. And to this day, uh, all of these young women now have trust funds. And as far as they, they're concerned, they don't ever see tapping into them. They're self-made. Um, so it would be just can't, uh, passing on that family legacy through foundation work that they do. So really spend some time thinking about, uh, gosh, what you want for your family. And then the next uh, thing is just feasibility. I think we get so busy in the day to day. Uh, We have a fleeting thought, fleeting idea, and we really don't take the time to unpack it. So if your first thought is internal, gosh, who's it going to be? When's it going to be? And we're going to spend some time in the next two episodes. The next episode is going to be internal transfers. And the following episode will be external transfers. So on the internal route, who, when, and the continuity planning around that, if you weren't able to go into your office, place of business for two months right now, how would that run? Six months, how would that run? That continuity plan should be in place long before uh, a transition comes about. And externally, the marketability, you understand the, the marketplace for your industry as much as any benchmarking study uh, can. Think about uh, really who that might go to if you have a buy-sell agreement. Uh, would that actually take place absent of a death? Could that take place tomorrow? So really uh, understanding the feasibility of an internal or external sale. Uh, We're going to cover both. Uh, Rob Wallendorf, my co-host and owner of Execso, will be in on these next two podcasts. And we're going to unpack some cases that we have internal as well as external, the internal one. And they're probably not quite ready to run a company like their parents have and then an external transition where the seller was maybe a little bit abrupt in their wanting to get out and didn't think through some of these uh, you know business legacy decisions uh, having their employees feel uh, ready for a transition so really want to unpack those as well and through this we're going to see that you're going to have three, think of three boxes, one ownership, uh, one organizational chart, one control. Now those can map together and often they don't. So if you're going to close your doors tomorrow, they're going to map pretty similarly to each other. Uh, ownership ends. There is no organizational chart and we don't have to worry about control. If you're selling to a 
strategic buyer, um, ownership might change right away. Organizational chart may be similar depending on how owner dependent the business is. Uh, control will definitely change. Uh, on an internal transition, think about ownership may stay the same for a while. There may be some recapitalization and voting shares. We'll get into some of those more technical specifics down the road uh, as we have questions from our listeners uh, specifically on that. Uh, the organizational chart will start to change. The control doesn't have to cha change with that organizational chart, though. There still, there still could be some control uh, by the original owner, but I would suggest that there's a plan to start mapping that control along with the organizational chart, along with the ownership. Uh, and as you can see, these, these really open up a Pandora's box on each and one affects another. So we'll speak to how we've experienced successes and where we've seen some failures uh, on our part too, uh, being preparing these business owners, we, we all learn by experience. So look forward to next week. And once again, if you are unclear on how you might sell your business, and that's okay, uh, an internal transitioner, transition or an external transition, answer these questions. This is my challenge to you. How important is business legacy? What do I want for myself? Let's use 10 years. What do I want for my family legacy and how feasible is an internal or external transition and start ranking those one through four. What's going to have the biggest effect on this decision. Thank you for listening to the business owner challenge and keep challenging yourself. Thank you for listening to the business owner challenge. Don't leave your business transition to chance. Your family, employees, and community will benefit from a proactive written secession and exit plan. To find out how to start, please contact Brady Marlowe and Rob Willendorf at Execso. Call 402-991-1700 or visit them online at execso.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Exexo, registered investment advisor. Exexo and Cambridge are not affiliated. Securities offered through registered representatives of Cambridge Investment Research Inc. Broker-dealer, member FINRA SIPC.